Welcome to Yoga Wisdom. Questions about how to live your yoga in daily life answered by Integral Yoga founder Sri Swami Sachidananda. Religious truths can be puzzling to someone who has not experienced them or who does not recognize the experience. Hmm. How can someone find the truth of a religious doctrine such as believe, belief in reincarnation, faith in God, karma, etc.? Hmm. Actually, doctrines are not somebody just imagines and writes it down. They are experienced truth. What they experience, they write it down. They pass it on. But sometimes when we are not of that level, we find it hard to understand. Like a child cannot, un- a child, small child cannot understand a, a, a high class a college book. But when you mature enough, you understand it. Until then, uh, you don't have to disbelieve it. If you cannot understand it, keep it for a while. Let it be. Maybe I'm not ready to know it. Because often we simply disbelieve without, because we don't know what it is. To believe or not to believe, you should know what it is. Here the question is, it's really puzzling, yes. How can someone find the truth of a religious doctrine, such as belief in reincarnation? I think I just touched this point in my talk. It's it's hard to present all the facts to satisfy our intelligence. But still, the intelligence can help us Take the reincarnation. Even the people who do not seem to believe in reincarnation say that the soul is immortal. Is it not so? We are the image of God. If we are the image of God, that image should be immortal. Because God is immortal. Even that seems to be a little doubtful nowadays. eh? God is dead, somebody wrote once. eh? So there is a non-dying part, an immortal part, here, in your person, which you call the spirit, or consciousness. Call it consciousness. God is super-consciousness. The individual consciousness 
functions in you. It's hard to say in you means you are not that then. Which you here? If you are consciousness, then you are functioning in the body-mind. If you are the body-mind, then God consciousness is functioning in you. It depends upon where you place yourself. Just as the great uh, Rama devotee Hanuman said huh, once, Oh Rama, huh? if I am the body, let me be your servant. Dehabudhyastu dasoham. If I am an individual soul, huh? Let me be your part. Jeeva buddhyastu tvadamsakam. But if I am the immortal spirit, the self, atma buddhi, tvamevaakam, I am you. True. We function in all these three levels. Mostly we function in Deha Buddhi or Jiva Buddhi as body and mind. That's how we identify ourselves. <coughs> I am the body, I am the mind. But the fact is, you are neither the body nor the mind. You are the owner of the body, and that's why you say, My body, my mind. If you are the body, how can you say my body? If you are the car, you have to address yourself, oh, I am Chevy. <laughs> you cannot say this is my Chevy. <laughs> like that, my body is aching. My body. But at the same time, I have put on 10 pounds more. What do you mean? Did you put 10 pounds more or your body put 10 pounds more? Hmm? We mix up this. That's what called mixed life. Hmm? I and my mind, my body. So that I is immortal. Use the body. That's why even the priest sometimes at the graveyard, what does he say? Air to air, water to water, fire to fire, huh? earth to earth, dust to dust. The elements get decomposed. This body is composed of elements. They are decomposing. They go. When all that decomposes, the soul that lives in this body says, oh, this is a dilapidated house. I can't live it anymore. Junk it and go. <laughs> it has to go. And where should it go? Wherever it wants. How can it go? Maybe take another vehicle. Because you lost this vehicle, you have to get another car to continue your journey. So sometimes it may be difficult to prove the reincarnation, but it's easy to prove the pre-incarnation. You lived before. There's no doubt about it. This is not your first birth. Hmm? 
the proof is when you are born you come with your old past samskaras born genius we say where did he get that capacity if this is the first time you are taking birth twins when they are born they should be exactly like each other physical features may be similar but mentally they are poles apart sometimes where did they get the trait that's what they brought with them they lived before another proof is if god has created every soul for the first time every child should be exactly like the other child features conditions everything why some children are born with deformities can you say god decided to create a child without a limb is it is fancy then at the same time is a all merciful god it's not a fun for him to create one without eyes one without a limb one all healthy whom would you blame for that you have to blame yourself because you did something before and when you come in here you face those results of your past actions that's another proof that we lived before and we are continuing but sometimes the scripture says so don't worry about next birth you may not even have another opportunity it is to make you act now <laughs> if you say oh i have many more births i'll take it easy <laughs> <laughs> it is for that sake you know this is the best opportunity given to you if you miss this who knows you may not get anything more this is last chance then you are more alert are there is a monitor other is we are against it very difficult to get a human birth we had all various births before we lived like animals that's why sometimes we yell like dogs if you see somebody always yelling he must have been in nice alsatian before german shepherd a bulldog if you eat somebody gobbling everything he must have been that mr pig before yeah you see somebody very cunning he must have been a fox before you just say, oh he's a fox don't trust him why do you say that because he is bringing those qualities what he was before oh don't touch him he is a scorpion <laughs> he stings people we use all these terms without knowing why there is truth in it believed all that 
got all experiences. Now finally, we wanted, we looked for a better, better birth, a better body. Ultimately, we got this beautiful human birth. Therefore, she says, it's very difficult to get a human birth. And even in the human birth, it's much more difficult to get a complete body. Koon kirudu sevudu peyadu nyingi perathal aridu. Koon kurudu sevudu. Without all these things, deformities, to get a healthy body is more difficult. Pirandakalayum jnanam kalviyum nayathal aridu. Even if you are born with complete good body, to get a good education and to get good wisdom is very difficult. When you get that all, make use of it. Another great saint once said, there are three rare things to be achieved. One is human body, human birth. Another one, the desire to know the truth. is very rare. And the third thing, to show you the way to somebody. To get somebody to show you the way is very difficult. Only lucky ones will get all the three. Many have good bodies. And their interest, a little money, fine. A little job, fine. Like a woodcutter. Why do you cut the wood? Oh, I have to eat. He said, why do you eat that much? I have to cut the wood. (laughs) 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 He's just happy. He, He cuts the wood to eat. He eats the food to eat, to cut the wood. Food and eat. Wood. Food and wood. Finish. That's all he knows. <laughs> That's why. To get that mumukshutvam. Oh, what am I doing here? Miserable life. How can I be always peaceful, happy, and bring that joy and peace to others? Is there any better way of living than just living like any animals? Every animal finds a little food. Every animal builds a small nest. Every animal procreates, bring forth its offshoots. What am I doing other than that? Make a little money, dress myself, build a nice home, bring forth a few children. In what way I am great then? The animals don't worry about why am I here? What should I be doing? A dog never asks why am I a dog? (coughs) But a man can ask why am I a man? Where did I come from? What am I doing? What should I do? Where should I go? And that's what you call intelligence. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not to find out, oh, this is black, this is white, huh? this is tall, this is short. Huh? 
chili is very bit uh, hot salt is salty you don't need intelligence dogs will say that <laughs> dogs have better nose than us give your handkerchief and give it to the dog it will find out the master you can do it in many cases we are even worse than animals the only exceptional thing that a human being is supposed to possess is the desire to find a true peaceful happy useful life a desire to try often i summarize the goal of religious life or spirit yoga life is in three words the desire to lead an useful life a peaceful life and a useful life physically is no disease mentally always peace serene samatva satapragna and in life useful you have to be useful to people that is the one thing that would make a human being a human being so there are so many things in, in this faith in god well if you have faith in you you have faith in god because faith in a great energy a great consciousness great power You don't have to assume things. As just a great saint Taiman would say, Lord, why do people ask for proof of your existence? Even after seeing all these whole universe, who is controlling the all these planets? They can easily get clashed with each other. why the moon should go there the same distance why the earth should be remain here why the sun should stay there why are they keeping their distances why can't they come closer or go far away who controls them to travel at certain speed so that you start a rocket here and land there after a certain time if the sun moon decides oh i'll delay a little today how can you where will you land everything is in precision things happen like that how can they will they happen like that without a controlling phenomena a controlling power a controlling consciousness and that's what you call god even within you many many things happen without your knowing without your wanting they're not even in your control take the food put in the mouth chew it once it goes behind below this level we don't have control over it you can't stop it you don't digest it it gets digested even breathing is not in your control can you stop your breath no 
blow it out and keep it there? No. It gets forced in. Blow it in, keep it there, it gets forced out. Why? Who sends the air back to you? A saint was joking. I said, what is this? The, the biggest joke, the surprise, is that how can the air remain in this nine-hold tube? Even with one little puncture, the tire flat goes flat. Here, so many holes and the air is still remaining inside without going out. Navadhwarapuri. <laughs> That's why it's called a holy body. <laughs> Hall of holes. <laughs> you all know that breath is the most important thing to live. We all want to live. Are we really conscious in breathing? No. Fifteen times a minute the breath goes out. Every time it goes out, you say, Oh, hey, don't go. Come back. I have to leave. Do you do that? No. It just comes back. You never even notice it. How can it come back? Because somebody is interested in your living. That cosmic consciousness who created you, who functions in your in this body and mind, wants this to continue. Because you are interested in driving in the highway, you are putting gasoline into the car. The car never asks you. If the car asks you, fill me up. No. You take it and say, fill her up. The same way. A supreme power, a controlling power. It is in and out and everywhere. It has created everything. It takes care that everything goes according to its plan. So it keeps you alive. When the job is over, you don't even have to ask for it. You just say, turn off the switch, finish. So, if you are alive, that consciousness wants you to be alive. You may call it God. God created you for His purpose and He wants you to be alive. He, so, He is giving you food, water and air, even without your asking. And the minute your job is over, He will turn off the switch. You can't say, another five minutes, can I leave? No. Even when the doctors put all the hooks, no, you are dead. The cells in the body may function, but you are physically dead. Clinically dead, you call it. <coughs> when we think of all these things, realize, yes, there is a higher power functioning through me, functioning through everything. Even within an atom, it is that consciousness that functions, that makes it throb. 
and that's all you don't have to go big pray god do this to me give me that give me that why i would never ask god do this to me do that why it's your business if you want get it done if you don't want it just keep quiet so that faith that's what you call faith doesn't mean faith means you have to go and believe and beg and huh, cry no if you want you do it but you don't have to and he is not going to give you because you cry if you don't deserve it he won't give you that father knows best <laughs> huh <laughs> sometimes we think uh, some people pray god give me patience i'm really very impatient give me patience but please do it soon huh <laughs> 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 teach me patience but do it soon huh thanks for listening to this integral yoga multimedia podcast we hope you'll subscribe For more information on Sri Swami Satchidananda and Integral Yoga, please visit us online at integralyoga.org.